Shanti. And it's Antoinette. And you are listening to Around, Around the, the Way, Way Curls. We are two Philly bred best friends who strive to produce content that is authentic, unapologetic, and exalting of the magic we see in ourselves and in you. Join us as we oscillate between love and light and money and dicks because, because duality, duality is, is a thing. thing. Yizzo! Yes, enthusiastic Yizzo. That was strong. Oh, what's that new um piece of artwork behind you? Oh, isn't it cute? I love Don't that. Look at it. Why would you do that? Don't. Even <laughs> <look at> it. <laughs> You're so weirdo. <laughs> I'll send you the link. It's me. That's my inner. That's basically how I feel about everything. That's not your inner. You know who your inner thing is? This sucks because nobody. Well, it doesn't suck. This is a great opportunity for you guys to join our Patreon so you can see what the hell we're talking about. This is your inner. (laughs) (laughs) When I saw that, I laughed so hard. I said, she really, I've seen Rashi, your boyfriend, in this exact outfit. And I said, no, she did not go put on his clothes and look just like him. (laughs) <laughs> Give me some updates, Sheila. How are you? Oh my God! Eating. What did I say I was going to talk about? Jesus Christ! Um, we were just talking about it. I my breasts came in, but Shanti. they came in because I've been gaining weight to the point that it's very hard for me to go up the stairs. I get winded. <laughs> uh, I can't fit my clothes anymore, and I feel sexy about it to be completely honest you're like, feeling sexy about it yeah i'm like i'm a grown woman like this is what women look like but i'm also like <sighs> i can't breathe <laughs> i'm also like i remember how it feels to be strong you know when you work out and like yes. you're like yes. oh my god i feel s- like i'm strong as fuck right now yes and you feel and your, stamina your muscles and your yeah. muscles like ache a little bit because yeah. you use them. Right. Mm-hmm. And you're just, you're, you're, you have just the capacity, even your breathing capacity. You're having sex and you're like, you're not getting winded. Ah, your face. I don't know what sex. <laughs> sex? What is that? That's what is scientific. Or I don't remember. I really juvenile. don't. Uh, I got One. a bicycle, so that's helping with that. Yo, the fact that you did not tell me you got a bike as much as I'm out here biking my little ass off. I've been, I, I've always had a bike. My dad gave me a bike, but I left it at my mom's house. And then my mom tried to steal it. And then my sister stole it because they're white women. <laughs> Shout out and to then you I stole it back. And I was like, it's a cute bike. It's, it, it's Wait, sky pause. blue. Did you say stole with a stole. D? Oh, okay. Stole it back. If I did say stole, it would be correct as well. <laughs> <laughs> it has it's a like basket. Like, if you add an ED to love did it, then it's still. <laughs> I loved it. Yo. I loved it. Him. <laughs> I loved it. Yo. But it's really nice. It's sky blue. It's a Schwinn. Oh, they're expensive. I know. I was like, oh, shit. I'm trying to get JoJo a basket a or nah? No basket. I got to get it a basket. I got to get a basket. 
You got gears, or you out here really doing it? You out here with this in the? Oh, you're not doing. What's really doing it mean? Really you doing it. You got a fucking BMX bike. You ain't got no goddamn. You got back pedals on no, your bike. No, I don't have back any. Brakes? I don't have a BMX bike. But what I do have is a bike without gears. So when I'm going, that's all. It's all me, baby. That's all. Time for that. Strength. That's legs pushing me, propelling me forward up the hill. For what? To try to be Beyonce. Oh, here we go. I ain't here yet, though. Shout out to Beyonce, July 31st. I'm so hype. I'm she so hype. She wrote a hyped. long ass message to her fan. I was like, it must be real because Beyonce done made three paragraph message to her fans on Instagram. I know. Did you see that? You know Beyonce don't be writing to us like that. She was like, She's... it's really not me, but make it long this time so people think it's me. <laughs> it is her. Say this. Say this. She, um, she would never release a statement. Shit. Is really hard at the same time. Like, school time's coming up. I have no idea we what gotta I'm going to do. We got to get there, girl, in the politics. I saw that. We got to get there. It's just like so much uncertainty. There's uncertainty with the business. I it's feel... It's everywhere. I feel really scared. I really feel like... Not scared, but I definitely feel like something... In terms of, I was just listening to something that was saying all of the PPP loans that small businesses got, like a lot of the businesses have used up that money and are still going broke. Like shit is just. Damn. Feels apocalyptic to me. And I know I'm taking it too far, but I also feel like, wow, like shit is just. It's a lot crazy. And it feels so very uncertain and. I feel um I feel yeah, I just feel like yo, what the fuck is going on? That's what I always feel like. And then I I heard something. I listened to something that really kind of shook me. Um I was listening to some a wonderful, she's a wonderful Catholic Irish gnome. Her name is Carolyn Mace. Some people may know her. She wrote Anatomy of the Spirit. She's this very short, Sagittarius, bossy, bitchy, like, spiritualist. (laughs) She's amazing. (laughs) She's like You love bossy, bitchy women. She's like from, I feel like all the women in my life are bossy and bitchy. Like, I don't have any people that are really close to me that aren't bossy and bitchy. Anyway, um... Because that's who you are on the low. I heard, I was listening to her talk. And so she was, this is long, and this is probably a whole other episode. But I just want to say that, share this with people, because maybe people will find this interesting as well. She was talking about intuition. And she was talking about how we have made intuition into this mythi- uh, mythology, right? It's like this mythologic, mythologi- what, mythologic? I can't speak English. <laughs> you can. There's all of this mythology around what our intuition is, and there's all this like spiritual hoo-ha around it, and it's this idea that we have to like, eat a certain way 
live a certain way, be a certain way in order for us to tap into our intuition. And she was basically like, whoever thinks that is really basic and that's not how it works. And she was describing the intuition being something that everybody has, nothing special about it. It's just mm -hmm. basically a part of our makeup, the same way your lungs are connected to your heart, your intuition. I'm sorry, what's her name? Carolyn Mays. Okay. I'll send it to you. But she, she basically just says, like, our intuition is an evolutionary phenomenon, similar to, like, your thumb being a part of your body. And that our energetic... We have our material composition and then we have our energetic composition and that it's nothing woo-woo and spiritual about it. It's just, it just is. And that when we tap into that and when we understand that energy is just as important as like blood and guts, then mm. we are going to she already said it. She said we are already in this era of our evolution as humans. Like, you know, we had we had the realization that the world was around. And then she talks about, like, nuclear energy and the fact that we could, like, fuck with atoms and blow shit up. And, like, we could harness energy in a way. And, like, that rocked the world and changed how everybody lived. And she was like, now we have to realize that we are energetic beings and that we're connected to each other and our health is connected to how energy is shared and how we manage our energy. And it's just a basic fact. It doesn't require you to be vegetarian, Christian, a follower of Oshun. You don't got to light no fucking candles. You don't got to pray. All you have to do is accept that as the way it is. And the sooner that we understand that our anger can affect another person and actually like affect our body parts, the sooner we can, we'll, we evolve even more. So that just kind of blew my mind. And I was like, I'm never using the word healing again, or um, <laughs> like, I'm just off that for a really long time and until something else comes. And then I'm like, I learned this thing, but you guys should check her out. She's super amazing. And super, super, even though she, like, diminish or she doesn't put all this weight and make anything mystical in terms of your intuition, she doesn't in any way take away from how fantastic and, like, um, complex we are and how spiritual you are at the same time. So if y'all picking up what I'm putting down, you should check her out. I'll I should put a link into it, that specific talk, because I was just like, oh, my God. Yeah, you should. Finally. Because we're always like, you got to tap into your intuition. And she was like, nigga, like, it's like your finger. It's basic. She was like, you have no idea how deep this shit gets, and you over here worrying about your intuition. It's like, that's basic. 101. Human 101. And I was like, whatever. <laughs> that's it. No, you should definitely link that. I want to watch will. it. She'll fuck your shit up and you'll turn it off immediately. I don't feel like I'm one of those people that's like, gotta do this and light a candle. I did use my guides, my guide cards last night. Or somebody that thinks that because you have strong intuition, 
because I think I have a strong sense of like I can I know what intuition is. But she's like that. You're not special. You're that's what humans. You are special, Shanti. No, <laughs> no, not because of intuition. Maybe I'm special because of my ability to rap secretly. <laughs> but aside from that, all right. Uh, my update. You? Uh, yeah. I went on a bike protest oh my with Did Street Riders NYC. You, that's I, you it was a, it was a date. It was a date. <laughs> <laughs> date. I loved it. I'm here for it. It showed that he knows who I am. Um, you, you decided that, or he was like, "Let's go on a bike." No, he ride you like to a protest. No, he sent me the the screenshot of the protest. He knew I was with the shits just based off of my um, online presence. And I was like, say less. Because the last one, I was like, yeah, uh, I'm not coming all the way up there. Today is hot. Oh, it's a nigga that tried to play you for a motherfucking fool. He <laughs> was like, not today. Uh, not today, sir. It was nice. He's cool. Um, he has good taste in music, so that was a plus. I need to call him. He called me. And I, I just... I've been, I think I've been preoccupied. I'll say that. I've definitely been preoccupied in more ways than one. Um, I have new buns. Yes. In my hair. I'm on the fence about the little buns. Shanti taught me a new hairstyle since I've been wearing the same hairstyle for about 20 years now. Those two (laughs) buns are the protective style of the season. Well, I really like the buns when they're curly and they're like, poofy the small buns on me make me feel like my head is just really pronounced and it's already pretty big but i'm i'm rocking with it it's saving my life because it's really hot Mm. um what else i am back at the what is it the creative adult is a child who survived i'm back on my bullshit i am doing gimp Again, yeah, for those, and I hate, called. I hate people in New York. They call it lanyard. I'm like, what? Ew. What in the old time antiquated? I know, but for those on Patreon who can see oh this, my God, are you? I'm lanyard-y? fucking nice with it. Go Look ahead, girl. That. Yeah, she did the swirl. Double she box. did the box swirl. Oh, I did the double barrel twist, baby, did and I'm it? about to do a bigger one. This one's for Tina. She asked me to make her one. Why don't you make JoJo one? I will. I should teach JoJo how to do it. JoJo be like. I'm actually into coding, so. <laughs> um, I did get a tan, a little bit of a tan. <laughs> I'm feeling really, really good about it. No, I did. Like, if you could see me, show us the you line. Would see it. Let's see it. Girl, move up closer. Get everybody see it. But that. I actually been oh, wearing I can see on your um, breast. There it yeah, is. Yeah, I've been wearing a lot of um, a tube yes, tops girl. on my bike. You, you see brown, it though, girl? Brown skin. You see lady? it, and then look at where you going. But this light really isn't doing me justice. <laughs> Um, what else? I've been, I, I honestly, um, I just been preoccupied. I've just been preoccupied. Are you going to say what you preoccupied with? Are you going to hit him with the Shanti Mayor? I just, I'm hitting y'all with the Shanti Mayor. I think I've been, I've, (laughs) I've been like a little, not sad. I'm not sad. I think I'm, I'm feeling the way you are. I think I feel like, oh, this unknown, but I'm just kind of letting it be unknown. And I'm watching the news like, all right, y'all going to extend this $600 or nah. <laughs> um, or like, y'all, like this $200 and $200 extra before tax is not going to cut it. So I'm I'm like, just just 
just being, trying to be, mm. um, and, and trying not to put labels on things and like enjoying people's company, um, for what it is and being in the moment and being like, all right, this is cool. Like this feels really good. Um, but it just, and, and I'm, I'm trying not to be internet and be like, but what is this? What does it mean? Like, will it ever be something else? Or, you know, like all these extra things, like I'm just trying to enjoy it. And I have been, so. You feel you good. Know what I'm, yeah. You know what I'm talking about, Shanti. I ain't telling all you other people because it ain't none of y'all motherfucking business. Motherfucking business. You think you guys say everything? <laughs> you got to wait three months until we feel comfortable sharing it. You'll find out soon. <laughs> You'll find out soon if I get real sad. I'm like, and then, and then so, <laughs> you can catch him, man. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I've been, I've actually been okay. Okay, I'm sad. I feel sadness. Nico taught me that. Shout out to Nico. She told me not to say I am sad or I, I feel am depressed. Depression and <laughs> no, I she was like, hopeless. you're not those things. You feel those things, but you're so much more than that. And I was like, ah, oh, you're a genius. But I, I do feel sadness tonight for some reason. I got sad when I was I was coming home from uptown, and I felt sad for some reason. I think that I would just knew that I was coming home to my daycare center I run with these <laughs> fucking children in my house. <laughs> and I was just like, Ugh, I'm sad. I'm sad. I got to figure this out. Maybe it's uh, not your sadness either. Hmm? Maybe it's not your sadness. Maybe it's, and that's the thing. Maybe it's not my sadness that I'm feeling, but I feel like, yeah, that, that is so poignant. Cause I don't, I don't, I'm trying, I'm searching within myself. Like, is there a reason for me to feel sad mm -hmm. right now? And I'm thinking to my, you know, I know that there's been a lot of change, but for the first time, I'm not freaking out about that. But there's some, you're right, there's something that I'm feeling. See, once we understand that we're energetic beings, you could be like, oh, that ain't my shit. Uh, but I'm feeling it, and I, right. whoever's... But it might not be yours. Whoever is feeling this way, I want to help. Or I want to be like, it's it's okay, or... Maybe it's mine. I'm sorry. It could be yours. I've been sending you, you my sadness. I know, you were sad, and I was, I was a little nervous about you. But you don't like this. You tell me, like, six months after you're sad. I'm sad all the time. <laughs> well, maybe after we are done with this, we're going to get off the call. We can go both both go in our respective bathrooms and just cry a little bit together and know that we're crying together. Yeah. yeah. Let the water run. Let's cry it out. I need a good cry. I haven't had one in like a week. So I'm backed up. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Speaking you know what's sad? sad? Yeah, talk about it. Motherfucking Meek Mill is making fuck? Philly look bad. Ugh. I mean, Philly doesn't always looks bad, but he's just corny. What is wrong with him? And, and just when you think he's being uncorny, he does something corny. So little Milano, who just had his baby, just had his baby. That baby is still wet. That baby's hair is still laid Ooh, from being in the soft womb. Soft spot, still big as fuck. Drop yes. that baby. It's a wrap. Kind of soft. I'm so sorry. And so for the background, Milano is from Philly. She's a cute little Philly girl. So cute. Who, Looks like a So cute. So cute. Has um, the line, the clothing line, a Milano. Very successful line that she built up by herself. By herself. And I will say that. Uh, 
you know, he did help push the line. He definitely was like, that's his homegirl. So he was wearing all the clothes, constantly being pictured in it. So, of course, it grew. It was she was around. around right. Or who knows? I don't want to say that about her. But she, you know, she was around with, while him and Nikki was together. She has been in Meek's corner. We was locked up, all that, like, their peoples from back in the day. Like, the block peoples. He breaks up with Nikki, or Nikki breaks up with him, whatever. And then Milano shows up at her damn uh, fashion show pregnant. And everybody's like, oh, my God. And Milano's super, she does not talk about her shit on social media. She's like, yeah, it's a dub. I don't need to announce whose baby I'm having. I'm just fucking pregnant on the runway, still being a boss and handling my bullshit, which is why I fuck with her. So she has this beautiful baby. He's, you know posting pictures of her on jets with him rubbing her feet and yada, yada. Like, you know, he's doing the most. She's still not even posting this fool. She just minding her business, being about her, her shit. He never really publicly ever claimed her and was like, Milano's my girl. He just said he claimed the baby, but he would like post her little feet or whatever. So fine. This motherfucker then takes to Twitter what was that tweet? For he didn't she, even. Yeah, it was all grammatically It was incorrect. grammatically incorrect. It was all Philly said, stupid and shit. <laughs> Public like, school. Philly evident. stupid. That is the new fucking <laughs> Philly stupid. He was like, I, we, she, Milano and I have decided to co-parents to, together, but not be together. So it is what it is. We grown. Whatever. And I, and everybody was just like, wait a minute, Meek. You never publicly claimed this girl, but you publicly announce your breakup from her. I said, this motherfucker. And, and and I love her. I, I went to her page because I just, I knew. I was like, she's going to either say nothing or keep it real fucking classy. Look, she's so classy. She already took it down, child. No, she didn't. She said, normally I don't post my personal business. Oh, no, here it then is. You You're right. you swipe left and it says, arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Yeah, she said, I'd like, never address yes. my private... She said, I, I'd never address my private life publicly, but I guess I felt the need to say, arrest the cops that killed Breonna Taylor. Like a real... And movie. everybody's in her comments like, yes, like you a was a classy bitch. Yes, Milano, fuck him. I'm like, <laughs> Meek is... I I want to root for Meek because I feel like Meek has it in him. But Meek, Meek is the epitome. All right, you want to know why I won't come home? Meek is the epitome <laughs> of Philly to me. I'm serious, and he's I like, love Philly. But he's like, he like, come on now. It, it, there's anyway. a lot of the, well, no, there, I'm going to finish my thought. There's okay. a lot of people in Philly who like have all of this bubbling in them. All of this, and maybe this is projection. Maybe I'm not shit too, and I'm scared, and so I refuse to come home because I really am actually this person. But like, it's just bubbling in him, and he just doesn't. What do you just, want him to do? I just want him to grow up. Are you talking about personally? I thought you were talking about like. Yes. No, personally, I want him to grow up. I want him to know that his money and his fame. And his fortune and his entrepreneurship does not mean that he's done the hard healing work. What's it really doesn't mean shit. What did that thing you posted? Black men heal their trauma by trying to get rich. Yes. And it's true. All people do. But especially this, you know, grind culture, black men. Meek is just irritating. So now he got, 
another little baby that he's going to co-parents plural with. Another Boy, broken family. <laughs> I can't stand him. I hope she I hope she get all the child support. Fucking dummy. That irritated me. I'm irritated by it. And on. I'm irritated by Meek Mill. A lot of people Dusty are. braid ass. Go ahead. A lot of people are upset, rightfully so, with what's going on with Megan the Stallion. First of all, you kept putting the H in her name, disrespecting her. I don't know how to spell her name. I deleted it, but <laughs> Yeah, Megan Megan took the you saw her uh Listen. <sighs> did you see her live though? But that also hurt me, right? It made me so sad. What also made me sad was that, okay, so for people that are really, really blessed, are living their best lives, go in, wake up, do whatever they got to do, go to sleep, and don't ever know what's going out in the world. Bless your hearts. You are the MVP. You are going to know <laughs> what it is to be an energetic person. <laughs> Megan the Stall Megan the Stallion was shot in her foot by Tory. I don't know who this person is. I don't know nothing about he's him, a but apparently he's a rapper, R&B singer, I don't know, some problematic short man. Shout out to short men as well that don't have a complex, but apparently he had a complex and, you know, was problematic from the jump. But anyway, she got Allegedly, he got she got shot in the foot because she still ain't saying nothing. Clearly, no, she Cops said it was Tori. She finally said it was him. I guess she's just not explaining what happened, but she went on to say that she was intentionally shot in her foot. There is a horrific video, uh, probably scary as hell, of her getting out of a car, bleeding from her feet, with her hands up in the air, while the cops are like, you know, invest telling them to get out of the car. So she should go limping out of the car with her hands up oh, in the air. Oh, God. It's being filmed. I see that. That's going around in public. Really? Then, yeah, you haven't seen that? No. And I've so, been preoccupied. Listen, you live in... You, Antoinette, if you, if you haven't seen that, girl, you are I evolving. haven't. Hallelujah. People have been responding to that with comedy. And, like, there's many layers to this, Right? Like, number one, some of the funniest motherfuckers that I know <laughs> have experienced and continue to experience trauma. And, like, that's how a lot of scary shit and terrible shit and harm is uh, digested especially with black folks, is through comedy. Like, they're right. always fucking playing. You're always fucking laughing. So, like, all of these memes are coming up around her being shot and making fun of her, basically, and making fun of Tori, whatever the, that fool's name is. And nobody is really coming to defend her or even ask, like, Mega, are you okay? okay? Like, mm -hmm. what happened? Like, give her some space. What What's good or like coming for his neck? Even I feel like cent. there were there were people, but it wasn't it wasn't prominent people. It was like regular Joe Schmoes that were like, "But is she all right though?" But I I found it to be really interesting, and I posted that one around the way curls. I need to pull it up. 
But basically someone wrote, so Megan the Stallion got shot in her foot and y'all made fun of her with memes within five minutes. Kanye West had another Kanye West like outburst and everybody wanted to be his therapist. I mean, I don't know. Okay. I don't. I've, I think that's interesting. I think that we we came to Kanye's like when I'm Kanye so concerned first did that about fuck him. Shit with uh, what's her name? Everybody made a joke out of it. The Kanye shrug will go down in history. The houseway is iconic. <laughs> will go down in history. That's like true. Kanye has a lot of. Um, that's true. But we did we, I, funny it, shit. For people. It's interesting to me. I don't know. I listen. I feel sorry for I feel really sorry for her. I feel really sorry for her after she did her live when she was talking about how, you know, she's 25 and she doesn't have either one of her parents. Her mother was her best friend and she just died and she's still grieving that and she thought that she could just keep working. And as a result, she surrounded herself around people who don't really love her, who don't really care about her. You know, like it's got to be such a lonely feeling to be excuse me, that's that kombucha. That rich and successful that fast and that fast and to have your mom her mom was her manager so to have her mom in her corner and then to have her taken away and then to just keep working because i'm so glad that you said that because that's what i felt from her i just felt this like i just feel like this young lost not lost she's so but, young but dear-eyed kind of like and again, you know, we over. She's so over sexualized and objectified, and like it's just like she bad as shit though. She bad as shit. But that was she another sh- thing that kind of made me sad was her comeback video. Is her iced out in bling? And yeah, when she did the like, live, and, and she's got just, her wig on. And, and no, the now, video was just like you unbreakable, and then she has a hot girl. Um, Oh, she Necklace. has a new song she's out or something? iced out. And I was oh. just like, Cardi as well, like this like, shit, all this shit that they have. And it's like, oh, she's good. She looks good. She's all right. Like, she looks she's good, bad so as she's shit. Good. Like, she mm-hmm. must be okay. I don't know. I mean, what is she supposed to do? Come up there with looking raggedy? Like, I come on my lives every <laughs> <laughs> me too, child. Me, you look, y'all lucky. Not. Y'all even got a shirt with me. Usually, I don't even had no goddamn clothes. I just wrapped up. Child. It just, it just felt. It just made me feel sad, and I'm worried about Megan, and I, I've, I've been worried about her, and I'm also worried about Cardi. I'm super worried about Cardi as well. Cardi feels. Um, I'm not worried about Cardi. Cardi feels really anxious to me. Something about Cardi feels really anxious. But anyway. What what is it going to take for us to defend, and how do we defend? How do we defend black women? And like, what 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 is it all about? Does well, I'm really matter? proud of her that she got on that live and she stuck to her guns. And she was like, "And all you old head Nick N words to making fun of me and shit. You don't even fucking know me. I ain't even like look out. Like fuck y'all too." I don't give a fuck about y'all either. And she's like, and I'm, she's like, I don't expect y'all to give a fuck, but I, I expect y'all to be grown. Like, I expect you to be human. I expect you to realize, like, damn, sis just got shot and you, you be making jokes. Like, you're wildly corny. That's and 50 she, cent. And she even, 
Yeah, she's like, and she was like, you know, you're like double my age, and this is what you do. Like, you're I know, but wildly but, but, corny. but that's just indicative of that we don't fucking like we don't care. We don't. We don't handle we, trauma well. 50 Cent got shot. How many times that nigga kept saying it and I still forgot? 10 times? I don't know. <laughs> I don't Always remember. talking about that now. I don't remember either. How many anyway, times? It's just highly, it's just an issue. And then Drea, whatever that whole name is. Sorry, I shouldn't call her a hoe, but I don't know who she is. Whoever that is. I do not She's know that woman. Sorry bad. to that woman. She's just but she was baddie. coming out the left talking about, I want that kind of love to make me want to like shoot some nigga. Yeah. Like, Megan got her together though, real fast. You know who fast. got her together? Who? Rihanna. Drea oh, Rihanna Drea was supposed to be a spokeswoman for Fenty. Rihanna dropped her immediately. I you love Rihanna no so much. I love her so much. Be gone. Oh, re, 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 re for president. Now that's that's motherfucker I get behind. Pull up. What'd she say? Pull up. Tell your friends to pull up. <laughs> Tell your friends to pull up. Uh, what else is going on? Philly. <sighs> Every time we say Philly, we gotta take a breath like that. <sighs> we love Shout out Philly. to Kaziah. Shout out to Kaziah Ridgeway, childhood friend. She's a best friend of my cousins. You know who you are. She's an incredible history teacher, activist, social justice, everything. She's been on the front lines fighting for um, students and teachers because Philly is all like, oh, mm. you know, acting all incompetent and... Unsure had of how a fucking, to handle. They had a virtual meeting. All of the administrators or the top officials for the school district of Philadelphia had a virtual fucking meeting about whether or not to have students back in school. And we're all arguing about having schools open. Meanwhile, why didn't y'all meet in person to talk? If it's safe to bring these kitties in school. Y'all sitting there on Zoom. Why y'all ain't meet up at the building? So weird. I hate it. So weird. I hate it here. But basically, they're like, listen, y'all can't even keep the school clean when nothing's happening. Y'all can't even keep the school heated when nothing's happening. Y'all can't even keep the schools cool when nothing's happening. You can't even keep the schools safe. Y'all can't even do anything right. Like, how are you going to handle the pressure of this? Y'all can't even keep the kids the fuck together. Like, how are you going to do this? You can't even get the kids to wear a school uniform, let alone a mask. So this is, but this is like, also the fact that kids aren't going to be going to school is terrifying and really difficult as well. I'm not in any way making light and being like, oh, you guys should just not have the kids go to school because that's also, this is a space where kids get food. This Mm -hmm. is a space where, Kids come together and just have are socialized. This is a space where teachers like go to work and get paid. Like this is, it's a space where kids can get out of whatever hell they might be living in and have and a break from it. This is a space where not only kids go, but people go to work. The janitors, the lunch aides, the 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 companies that provide the food. Like this yeah. is a huge operation that, yeah, is being halted. And like budgets, it's just, I ju- it just really scares me, um, period. Like, I don't know what to think. And at this point, 
you know, Jojo goes to a private school and um, <laughs> because they have smaller class sizes, the option of like social distancing and making the classes like little, just smaller and more manageable is possible. But I'm like, yo. I'm my thing, ab- I mean, my thing about it is real. I, I don't have any kids, so maybe I should shut up. But I, I, my mom works in a school and I'm terrified for her to go back to work. I hate it. I hate the thought of it. She works with young kids. Those kids, she's a school nurse. So the sick ones are going to come to her, you know, like that shit scares me. And I just feel like, you know, education is definitely important. I'm all about it. You know, the economy is important. Making sure that the machine runs is important, but like people's lives are potentially at risk and like, you know, it's just, it's so layered because then there's kids who really rely on school, especially in the community that my mother works in. But, you know, I, I just don't think any large gathering, whether school or not is appropriate right now. We haven't figured this out. And they're sitting there talking about trying to, uh, hypothesize what percentage of students could possibly get sick and die. We just don't what? know. Nobody knows. Like, Nobody but, knows. But if you're sitting in a space where, you have, where you're trying to figure out how many students may die from something, that to me means you don't do it. No, no percentage is, is acceptable. It's, no, it's just completely. It's just a black, yeah, hole in front of us. It's just a huge black hole. It's like, is it a cliff? Is it a waterfall? Is it a pot of yeah. gold? Is it like what is it? Freedom? And then what about is teachers who? Bonded? I mean, and it's it's layered, right? Because not everybody works from home, you know. So I what happens to those kids? Go through another year. I am privileged. My child went to. To private school, I don't have a nine to five where I have to be on Zooms all day. I cannot <laughs> teach Jolie and manage my life. Like I, I could if I had to, but maybe I actually can't. Like I was just well, I was yesterday. Ma- I was doing a bunch of stuff and running around. It, it's not fair to her. Not because it's like, oh, you know, I don't want to be around my kid. It's like she's. It's not fair to her that she is around while I'm doing meetings, driving to this place. She's she's has nothing to do. All I can do is hand her a phone. I was like, no, I, I have to figure this out. So at this point, I'm just like. I was even going to say to you, maybe, you know, if I'm still jobless, I can step in and she got to get on a Zoom call with me and we'll do her out. math. I have to figure this Amanda out. Amanda can step in. Like you've got people around you that can be like, "Okay. Well, that's the Here's thing. a lesson for today." That's what I Cuz she's 10 and like, we can handle it. That's what I've been thinking of like maybe you get a a pod of parents or something. Like also she mm-hmm. needs kids. She yeah. needs This is just this is just so serious. Kids need kids. My my child thrived and loved her friends. She loved them. And now she's like yeah. with her grumpy ass mom who's, you know, contemplating energy and existential <laughs> angst. <laughs> she's just like, what the fuck is going on? So I, if anybody 
is um like I'm just trying to figure out what the fuck homeschooling is. But I think you do. have kids I around can't. you. I think it's important for I'm offering this to you. I'm not telling you, but I it's really it could be really important for you to hit Amanda up and be like, "Yo, let's put the kids on another Zoom call. They seem to have really enjoyed that even if they're just being kids on the call." You know, like let's like we can organize. I, mean, I could do stuff. that, but I I I rather just figure out an integral like pod and like I'm I'm not I would send Jojo to her school because I know that it's a smaller it's just more smaller it's smaller and it's less it's like it, it it's possible that it could be dealt with I would also consider if I met with like some other parents and like a lot of private schools are actually cons- wanting this for people to like get their pods together and you get your kids together and you like figure out a way to teach like basically homeschool style. Mm-hmm. I just don't, I can't, um, I don't know how the winter and day in day out Jojo's on a computer, even talking to kids feels, it feels impossible to me. So Have I am going to figure her out about it. She don't understand. And like, yeah, she's fine with being on the computer all day long, but like, um, that child. Anyway, it's wild out here. It's crazy. And Philly uh, decided, doesn't know what they're doing. So basically they're like, well, okay, we'll push it back. Maybe we'll just have a hundred percent virtual option. There's what a lot of parents that are going to take that option regardless of whether it's an option or not. There's a lot of parents that are like, I'm not sending my fucking kid back to school. No. Joe, I don't know. I do not know. Um, also, shout out to Philadelphia library workers. You know who you are. Maika, Natalie, this one's for you. They're folks in Philadelphia, black workers that have endured really difficult infuriating and unfair practices in the public library space in Philadelphia. Um, To the ignorance of the director, because apparently the director wasn't, again, that's how hard it is to deal with racism, wasn't blatantly racist, but just like oblivious to the fact that there was just discrepancies and disparities in responsibilities, workloads, pay between black and white workers. Oh my God. And all of the workers came together sick and tired. And I'm talking about these, these are folks that take their jobs very seriously. These are folks that love their community, that have advocated and received grants to create really special programming programming in the community using community facilitators. Um, these are folks that really, really care. And so they wrote a letter to the director and I guess it was circulated throughout media and, you know, especially around the, the uprisings, she kept just like, I don't know. I don't know. I just like not talking about it, not addressing it. And her, she was asked to resign. And so she's now resigned as the director of the Philadelphia libraries um, we don't know what that means. Hopefully, if they actually hear what's going on, they are going to replace it with a person of color, replace her rather with a person of color and not just somebody else. 
that is white and, you know, woke, let's just, let's, I hope that they advocate and they figure out how to find a person of color, a black person, um, that shows well, up for the community. Skin folk ain't Kim folk, though. Shit, that motherfucker still won't arrest them cops to kill Brianna. Listen. And he black as fuck. If, if there are some workers that have any say in it, in the same way that they had in the resignation of um, the director, hopefully that will, that will be, well, won't be the case. But I just want to congratulate, and I know how hard those people work and how much they care, and it felt like a long shot but they made it happen and Shout of course it's a long journey and we got a lot of work to do, but it's just those little wins. Shout out to them. You know Shout who out you to are. Philly. That's a, we ended Philly on a good note. Yeah. It's not that raggedy. Just a little bit. It's not. Even the Brooklyn raggedy there. too, Cho. In Harlem today, I saw somebody butt ass naked in the street. Yeah. That, uh, <laughs> they were just naked. I was walking uh, with, my, with my friend and he was like, yo, is that person naked? And I looked, and I said, well, damn, if it isn't. Yep. This, I, I think Free. it was a man. And there was all these people, and they were right on the corner. And there were all these people about to turn the corner. And a couple people did. And they was like, oh, my God, what the fuck? They, like, turned back around. It was a hot-ass, stanking-ass mess. And I said, well, look at this. Freedom. Now, that's something I never saw in Philly. He's like, have I seen anybody just butt naked? I have. Uh, really? on the street. Just but butt naked? Like, well, maybe not butt naked. Not just, just, like... like this person had zero. Out. No, this person has zero clothing. <laughs> it's hot. <laughs> so I hate it here. The ghetto, Lord. So it's shout out to Philly. Y'all not that one raggedy. Plus one equals two. Um, Portland. Portland. You got something to talk about with that? No, you, the baby, this your outline, baby, got me. So I'm got over it. here. We, we could doing my nails. We can. <laughs> Talk about Guide it. me through Portland. Come on. Protests Portland continue in Portland. Protesting is still going on in Portland. And people have interesting critiques of what's going on and feel like, you know, even the highlighting of the events that are happening in Portland are reflective of the ways that white folks are constantly being centered mm. and mm. like. Everyone's aghast that, oh my God, they're abducting people. These people are being attacked and they didn't do anything wrong. (sighs) This isn't fair. They're attacking people that fought in the war, that actually care about the country. And a lot of black people just rolling their eyes and being like, and? And? (laughs) And? And why does it matter? And it's kind of being... It, why why does that matter? Because one, that happens to black people all the time. And two, why does it, like, why is that happening? Black Lives I think, Matter. Well, I'm going to say this. Portland is a very specific case because, yes, b- police brutality happens all the time, but not by on the hands of federal agents. That's the big difference here, is that there are federal agents in Portland on behalf of the president of the United States of America against the will of the governor and the mayor. And that is crazy town. Like there, you're not supposed to kill black Panthers. Federal agents oh, no, no, no. I hear you. I hear you. But I'm saying it's crazy town for it to just be done so blatantly. 
And so that's why white people are like, wait a minute, what the fuck? Well, and so, yeah, like there's going to be a woke white moment. And I'd rather hear some woke white moments than some unwoke white moments. So I appreciate it. True. I, I true, mean, true. I'm just saying, like, true, true, true. I, I don't want them to keep being like, well, what are you guys talking about? Like, no, pay the fuck attention, turn the news on and see what's going on. Like when you tear gas the mayor of a city, like that's a real, it's a real dangerous spot to, for us all to be in. I and he already, I believe, sent folks to Chicago. He said he was anyway, to combat the crime. Now, I will say the crime has been crazy. My homegirl asked me to download, what is it, Newsbreak? And I'm about to, uh, I'm about to get rid of that shit because it's scary. It's like basically gives you updates every hour on the hour about crime in your city, in your area. In Brooklyn, I saw this didn't even, this didn't make national news, and unfortunately because I don't have cable and I don't know how to watch local news. I didn't, wasn't even aware of it. They, uh, three men lit a woman on fire, a black woman beat her and lit her on fire. And I believe it was over not wearing a mask yeah. in Brooklyn. I think like the crime is crazy right now. So maybe that's why you're sad know. too. It could be, but I'm maybe just saying like Portland is very specific because it's federal agents and because these fucking Republicans are always also, talking about less government, less government, less government, and this is governmental overreach. But also Black Lives Matter. That's why that why is that happening? Why? Why right. is all of that happening? But if you look in Portland, it ain't it's some it's a lot of white lives out there. No, that's <laughs> but that's the point. That that mm -hmm. the the focus is still the white people, what are they advocating for? What's the point? Is it now an issue of the feds? You know, I think right um, now it's it's more so an issue of the feds being there. And now they're out in the street like y'all not even supposed to be here. Hold up. These people are peacefully protesting. I th I also think it's the closer you are like it, it when you shout out to people in Portland because they are showing up. They have strategy. They have walls to this shit. They got like veterans in the front lines mothers the moms, in the fucking yeah. second row like shout out to all of them but it shows that when 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 you're really when you're out there and it's not just them they're not the only protesters that have and will and are receiving uh you know uh are being harmed in protests but like the closer you are to the cause and if you really want to represent black folks, you'll see how quickly by the state and by the law and by the system, your white life just doesn't fucking matter either. Mm. And it's like, it becomes, and it's very, I think it is a wonderful example for all of us to look like, yeah, it doesn't matter who you are, where you are, when you really are going up, like, what are you going up against? It's not, right. it's not cops. I mean, if right, it's if like, they were out there protesting against masks, the federal agents aren't going to be there because don't they know. did that already. We don't know. No, they did that. White folks did that already. They stormed the fucking Capitol building, wanting the, the country to be reopened with guns and maybe, all kinds of maybe shit. Maybe it's not masks, but if like it, it depends on what it is, what the demand is, right? So if it was like right, yeah, if if it's if you're really trying to go to the root of something trying to protect something like you'll you'll be sh yeah you're shocked at how your white life don't matter neither and that shit ain't gonna protect you not if it's in alignment with them blackies no exactly so Child. Child. i hate it here
<laughs> we're all in but trouble. I'm, I'm proud coming. of Portland. I don't know what it is. What? I'm proud of Portland. I'm proud of Portland. I, I'm proud of everywhere because it's not getting the national coverage anymore, but people are absolutely still protesting. Like that protest I was at, we were at least a thousand bikers deep, took over the West Side Highway. Cops ain't know what to do besides leave us the fuck alone and let us take over the highway. And the people weren't even mad when we blocked off the highway. They were beeping. They got out of their cars to cheer us. And you know, New Yorkers and the and the traffic. Sure. They're not playing. They're not with the shit. So, <sighs> stay woke. Stay active, y'all. So, you trying to take a break? Sure. Let's take a break after these messages. If they play, wait, I have something to say. So sometimes they play and sometimes they don't. Depending on the advertiser, I finally got the finally got some clear, clarity around this. Depending on the advertiser and their target market and how much they've paid us, there's some sort of algorithm <laughs> where these ads will play or they will not play. So if you hear an ad, shout out to you. If you don't hear an ad, it just means that, I don't know, they're not trying to target your ass or they already got you or they didn't pay us enough money to get you, whatever area you're listening from, who knows, but... We do have ads. We're not raggedy. So. We're just out here lying. Yeah, you I'm know not we lying. make all this money on these ads. You better Girl. let them run now. Run the checks. <laughs> no, we're not we're making it all this money. But I will. Liars. No, I, I'm dead ass. Like, I had a whole ass meeting with the network. It was like, y'all got to explain this to me because y'all got us looking crazy. <laughs> so Anyway, um, we will or will not be taking a break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the Metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Cancel culture. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, bring that in. That's how we're going to start it off. Antoinette's going to bring us back. Hit it with the song for this episode. <laughs> no. What? <laughs> Cancel culture. Who's up next? <laughs> That was funnier than what I did. <laughs> <laughs> so today, 
we are going to talk about cancel culture because we just out here canceling everybody left and right and just who's next? Go, 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 go. I that's love that's, that song. That's going to be the, the ending song. Go. Who's go, next? Go, go, go. <laughs> that's my fucking jam. So I wanted to play an excerpt um, from... Aisha Akinbi. I love her. And Aisha's a writer, social commenter, a, a comedy, and stylist, nigga. Um, she flies shit. And so she recently, I, I heard recently um, this video that she made and how she is really against this phenomenon of quote unquote wokeness as well as cancel culture. So she's going to s- start us off with um, a critique of cancel culture. So please listen. Cancel culture, I, I think, is complex. I mean, it's complex because humans are complex, and that's something we like to negate online. We should not undermine how quickly people can change their ideas. I know online it seems that people don't change their ideas because they are encouraged not to. But our ideas can change quite quickly. And so to cancel people for tweets that they made years ago, potentially even things that they said last week, I think it's just to lie to yourself. It lacks a certain self-examination that I think is crucial. If everybody was to act as though they've never said something homophobic, especially if you've ever grown up in a strongly religious family, I think you could be telling porkies. We talk so much about mental health and how important it is and how we have to remember that mental health is just as important as physical health and then to discard people at the first sign of something we dislike. The two don't marry very well to me. We undermine how easy it is for us to become the people that we dislike. So I love that. We undermine how easy it is to become the people that we dislike. And so this is a video. I, I can share the link of this too. It's a, it's a um, virtu- uh, virtual video. So you're actually seeing her speak and then edited throughout is the movie Malcolm X. So it, it's basically showing how Malcolm went from red to Malcolm X. So I, it's kind of illustrating this idea of how people have the potential to grow and how, you know, problematic folks can turn into mm. great thinkers. So, you know, I I don't know. I I feel like I'm less attached to canceling people or like having even a strong opinion on what folks think and say. Um but also some people deserve to be like fucking canceled and like like R. Kelly, like don't say a shit, don't play his music. Like you're 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 dead to us, especially R. Kelly because he has no apology or no like reflection at all. So I think that I just wanted to talk about like 
how we feel about it, what you think about it, Antoinette. I want to explore cancer culture and our expectations of celebrities because they're often the folks that we are constantly critiquing. Mm-hmm. Um, and who, most importantly, who decides who gets canceled? And um, just the mob mentality, period. So I think a couple of oh, sorry. I think a couple of things. I, I'm really happy that she said, you know, that mental health is like we keep talking about mental health, mental health, mental health, and it's important. It's just as as important, if not more important, because uh, than our physical health, because our mental health will oftentimes inform our physical health. And then for us to say that and then discard of people at the first sign of them doing something that we don't like or that we disagree with, I think is toxic. I think it's just as bad. Um, And I don't, I think that a lot of times cancel culture is wrapped up in accountability and making sure like, this is the time where people are like, this is the reckoning, like Me Too movement. And I'm here, I'm here for all of it. Like call this shit out. Um, But I don't approach accountability as punitive. Um, I, I, and I don't, I don't because I often want to know why I often want to know why did you do these things? Why did you think this was okay? You know, and then maybe that's partly me because I try to make sense of things. And I think I try to make sense of them because in a way it helps me with my own healing of like, Oh, that's why you did that. Didn't have wasn't a reflection of me or, you know, yada, yada, yada. Um, I also think that, and I'll go deeper into all of this too, as we talk about more specific, uh, I guess, more specific examples. But part of the beauty of us living and living as long as we do is that we do change. So learning and growing and like you learn through like we find ourselves through our mistakes we find ourselves through our flaws like we find ourselves oftentimes through people you know mentioning like hey this shit didn't feel good or hey when you said x probably wasn't the best way and and then there's also this thing where there's a lot of people that are like it's not my job to do x for you it's not my job to hold space and show you Mm. how to be it's not on me and i'm like cool bet if that's how you feel but again i need to have a disclaimer i'm speaking for myself this is how i approach it i'm not saying that this is the best way but what i'm saying is i try not to approach it as it's not my job i know it's not my job but my goal uh, be in clear this about that it's not your job to do what to to do to basically to do the work of no not to somebody do the work. understand why they're wrong uh i understand that that is not my job to do the work of making sure somebody understands why they're wrong but i look at it as i choose to look at it as an opportunity if if i feel that that person is open and interested in being reflective and in showing me changed behavior as you said R. Kelly is someone that's, I don't have many people that I've canceled. R. Kelly is someone that I've canceled for me specifically because he has not shown any changed behavior. He's never reflected. He's lied about things. And he's just, to me, someone that I can't hold space for. I don't have the capacity to do anything with because I don't 
think that it's just going to fall on deaf are you, ears. Are and you I can't curious deal. to know why he's so? No, I'm not curious to know why he is the way he is at all. Just based off the fact I'm, I'm curious to know why people are the way they are or why people made the decisions they make only when I'm in conversation with them and they are showing me that they are being reflective and they want to change or unless I specifically have healing to do around it. So, so like, okay. let me, so if there's someone that wronged me, like I've had people that have wronged me and they've never apologized for it. And they've never been able to, but I have also done the work of like, okay, let me try to figure out on my own why some of this may have happened because hurt people hurt people and, you know, that's, but, but let me finish. So I think that, you know, we kind of wrap everything up in this. It's funny. Cause I keep talking about how much I want to just watch Marvel movies and have white people save the day in the movie sometimes just because I need a break from reality. <laughs> but the reality of the situation is that th this fight between good versus evil is like not really reality often, especially when you're dealing with humans, because humans, we're a combination of both. So like, I might be the best person to you, Shanti, but I might be the worst person to someone else. Mm -hmm. And I think that it's reflective, like even when we watch television shows and like the really good shows that we just love, 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 the characters are always really complex. They're really dynamic and there's never a clear good person and bad person. It's like everybody is at fault in some kind of way. And everybody also has these really humanizing characteristics about themselves as well. So I really try to approach people in that way of like, we're all a mixture of like some great shit and some really fucked up shit. And like, if I see you trying to be more about your great shit than your fucked up shit and, and to learn your fucked up shit and to do something differently, then I have space for you. Um, and I've also, I think had to, I've just been forced to have a lot of compassion and I've been forced to under, to try to understand why, why people hurt people because I've been hurt so much, you know, from a very young age of like, and I don't know if that's the healthiest thing, but it's, it's the thing that I actually really like about myself. I like that I have a lot of compassion for people. I like that I try to figure out the why and 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 to focus on the fact that my end goal is net as like if you do something wrong to me, right? Um like for instance, not necessarily the man, like I, everyone most people know in here that I'm a survivor of rape and sexual abuse. So that man that grown man who raped me, I don't have a whole lot of space for it because I don't really know him, don't know shit about him. But the two young women that were molesting me, they were molested by other people in their family. So having that knowledge is like, oh, there's a why. Like this was, they were hurt. They were acting out in the same way that they experienced themselves. Now, I chose not to do that, mostly because probably I had resources I had a fam, fam to you know I had a family that really loved me and once I finally told had counseling so there so I took a different route but that's not to say that like they wouldn't have if they had different di different opportunities as well so to continue to humanize them is what helped me heal like at the end of the day I've had I've I was forced to have a conversation with one of them and 
I wasn't looking to make her feel bad. I wasn't looking to make her feel like shit about herself. It was more like, yo, you can't do this again. And here's why. Like I was looking for understanding. And so like this punitive approach is like to me the same way that we approach people and when we just throw, lock them away, throw them in jail, throw away the key, let them out in a couple of years and like, you better, you ready to come back into society? Like, no, they, what the fuck did they learn? <laughs> like, what tools did we give them? So cancel culture is complicated. And, and, and even in my canceling of R. Kelly, I think I've canceled R. Kelly and Stacey Dash <laughs> and the other one. What's the other lady? The damn one that um, Dave Chappelle can't stand. She's so smart. Candace <sighs> Owens. Yes, Candace Owens. I think those are the people that I just don't have space for. Now, if you got space for them, all right. And I, and, and I used to feel really differently about R. Kelly where I would judge the shit out of people and be like, I still play R. Kelly's music. I used to be like, I don't fuck with you either. And here's why. Um, but even that is, I think that's a problem too. Like I can feel strongly about it and I can remove myself from when I hear it. Like I'm not, I don't want to be, I don't want to be around that. I think if we talk about cancel, I hear everything that you're saying. I agree with a lot with what you're saying. I think what you're saying demands a lot of time, space, mm -hmm. and consistent conversation. And I don't think that cancel culture as the archetype that we know it is any of those things. It's fast, it's manic, and it's a mm -hmm. mob, right? It's like shit is retweeted, even if it's out of context. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, this person is now in this box of like, we're not fucking with them. And like black Twitter. And they're supposed to be there forever? Well, that's 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 the conversation. So let's talk about let's talk about Terry Crews. So Terry, I Cru haven't canceled Terry Crews. I haven't canceled Terry Crews either. I'm like I I'm not canceled. I haven't like I. Do I, I don't disagree understand. with him completely? Sure, but I don't I don't think anything that he's doing. And, but even the 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 way that people it's 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 not even a conversation anymore right like it's not even like hey let's talk about what what you're trying to say like what are you even trying to say let's get to the meat and potatoes it's like oh you're you said this you're done like mm -hmm. you don't believe black lives matter you you in that all lives matter boat you know that's what I keep hearing is like he's saying that all lives matter and I, I listened to a couple of his interviews but again to really understand and get to the heart of what he's saying, which to me has some nuggets of truth in it. Basically what he's saying is that he doesn't, if I'm interpreting it correctly, again, this requires a lot more time and conversation to really hear, but he's just along the lines of like, we're not gonna, we're not going to, um, what's the word? We're not going to, we're not going to basically, and Nico was saying this before, we're not going to replace one oppressor for another oppressor. In you the know? hierarchy. We're not going to create this hierarchy. Let's be aware of what leadership is, what it means. Like, let's, let us, you know, let us, like, not be, have a mob mentality and just, like, have loyalty to something that we don't really fully understand and make may actually have similar um, 
implications of something else. Now, that's where it gets tricky, and I'm like, mm, Terry, let's talk about that. I don't know what you mean. Let's let's talk about it. But it's definitely, I don't think, in alignment. Like, he's saying all lives matter. But people just want to people want to throw him away, and it's this mob mentality that doesn't even that robs so many people of even thinking. It's like, oh, Kanye West said this. He's thrown away. Like, we off Kanye West right now. Terry Crews said this. I don't really know what the context is. I haven't read the thread. He's off that. Perfect example is Nick Cannon. Everybody's like, Nick Cannon's right. innocent. Or Nick Cannon is, what he said was dumb. What did he say? Nobody fucking knew. Like, I don't know what the video got lost. It's like two hours. I ain't looking through that whole video. It's like nobody's really taking the time to think it through themselves or are interested in the conversation of like why this person may have said something offensive, just what mm -hmm. you said, what's the reasoning behind it? And is there any space beyond us being like, you're fucking wrong to see some kind of like um, change in that person? And again, who's responsible in helping him to change. If R. There's Kelly were to say, yo, I was molested as a child repeatedly. It fucked me up. Like I believe he, I believe he was. He, did, he was. Yeah. It's factual. He was re mm -hmm. repeatedly molested as a child, maybe even by his brother. I don't mm -hmm. know. But like, if he were to say, yo, I'm fucked up. Like, I need help. Who's going to help That's me? That's a different conversation. But who's responsible for that? Is is it the same people that have been wanting him to be held accountable? So those same. No, the it's the people who feel like, and that's not for you and I to decide. It's the people who feel like they have the capacity to do it. And it's okay if you don't. To me, it's okay. But, but there are some people that will be like, okay. I definitely, I, I agree 100%. But I just don't even think that with the mob mentality do we even see that that's a possibility. We don't see the possibility of, all right, holding somebody accountable and then expecting and knowing that there's a possibility that person can change and then giving that person the space, the resources, and the attention to kind of like do that reforming, if you will. And because everything's so quick and fast and social media is such a gift and a curse, <laughs> such a gift and a curse. It's like you're just getting snippets of things. You know, it's also people are getting I um, incredible ideas are being shared that like mm -hmm. every day I'm like, oh, my God, I didn't think of it that way. Or like, oh, this mm -hmm. thread just like helped me so much. So it's it's almost. I think that, okay, so I think that the um, unpopular opinion here probably is like, uh, I think that is what Kanye West is trying to say. Of course. Um, I think that Kanye's thing is like, he's, he's, he's basically saying like, and I, I believe that Who's the woman that you just played? What's her name? I think I got this from her. What's Aisha? her name? Yeah. Uh, I. She said, if your advocacy is root is rooted in 
the fear of not being canceled, then you will adopt the popular idea, which is not always the best one. Mm-hmm. And so, um, like, I don't say like, it again. Terry, say it one more time. Watch out. Uh, if your advocacy is rooted in fear, in the fear, excuse me, of not being canceled, you will then adopt the popular idea. And that is not always the best one. So, like, we need people to push boundaries. We need people to do call-outs. Um, I do think, and this is where, um, I do think this is where it gets a little bit tricky because I do think some conversations are in-house conversations, especially within the black community. Uh, that's probably an unpopular opinion. But even with Terry Crews, I feel... I feel that some of his stuff, and I don't always agree, but I would love to engage him in conversation about it so that he could further explain because a tweet is what? Like 50 characters? Like, what the fuck? But um, a lot of these call-outs right now, specifically within the Black Lives Matter movement of like, well, y'all need to be doing this. I just feel like, okay, yep, yep, we damn sure do. But... I don't think the ones about the LGBTQ plus community need to be like in-house, but I feel like the ones where he's like more on the all lives spectrum, I'm like, bruh, can we talk about this later? Like when he's like, oh, the black on black crime and which black on black crime is a made up notion because we never say white on white crime. So shout out like that's fucking dumb. But when we're talking about that or how, you know, Police officers lose their lives as well. Like, yes, this is all a fact. But right now we're talking about this house burning, not the house that's down the street. This just like, you know, got a couple of bricks that's a little fucked up. So I I think that that's people's frustration specifically with Terry Crews. But I think more generally with cancel culture. It's everything that we're saying. It's fucking whack. But the people the i think it's the accountability we have to get to cancel culture to me is about people it's it's like when people are protesting and nobody fucking hears them and then they're like you know what now i'm a riot now I'm a, now, you know, it's like what Ta- Tupac was saying when he was like, you know, we've been knocking on the door, knocking on the door, ain't nobody hear us. Now we pulling up, now we banging on the door. Now we hollering, screaming, Sh- nobody heard us. Now we busting through that bitch with the guns, like, gat, gat, like, what's up? I think that's cancel culture. I think that's like, y'all haven't been fucking hearing us. You haven't been listening. So now you are exiled forever. Now it's like, now fuck with us now. Now I'm gonna get this whole squad the, of people, the issue is, and that's is that a problem. People are always right, though. People I are, agree. People are girl. I agree. Be, you can have that mentality. You have a million people. You could be knocking, busting the door like Beauty and the Beast. Girl, Sebastian I, was fucking wrong. Busting into Sebastian <laughs> was not in Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> yes, it was. What's his name? Sebastian Gaston. Yes, Gaston. <laughs> Sebastian wasn't fucking the Little Mermaid. That was, but. I love you so fucking much. But what I'm saying is I don't, I'm not saying that, see, this, this is me humanizing cancel, like people who cancel people. What I'm saying is it's a desperation. And when people get desperate, you don't think things through. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you, I, I think part of it is that I think the initial people, it's like a desperation of we going, 
we're going to fucking be heard. And then everybody chimes in because that's a cool thing to do. And everybody has to outwoke the other person. It's like, there's fucking tweets that I wish I would have never tweeted. I'm sure. There's shit that I wish I would have never said just two years ago on this podcast. Like, I have to have the space to change. Now, I would really like to talk more specifically about the IGTV well, video yeah. that you sent me. I, I, to. Well, I want to give an example of when you're okay. talking about accountability. I think No Name is a wonderful example of accountability and like how call out cancel culture can actually be good. You know, No Name is a rapper. I don't like her rapping. I don't like her voice. Drives me crazy. But that has nothing to do with it. And I apologize. Just sharing my truth. But No Name is a rapper. And apparently when she got signed, she was on some like black capitalism. Let's get this money. That's how it's going to free us. Like, you know, signed by The Rock or some shit like that. Like Jay-Z's, I love him. He knows all the ways. Just that kind of shit. And so she got called out on Twitter and they're like, actually, you need to sit down and you need to be quiet. You don't know what you're talking about. You're advocating for something that will eat you alive and eat everybody else alive. And you need to stop. So she took the time to stop. She read mad books. She stopped. She actually has stopped recording at this moment. Um, She just recently had an interview with what's those niggas names. So I'll embarrass myself again. What are their names? Mero and who? Jesus and Mero. <laughs> she says Jesus. Whatever. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> and Mero. Jesus and Mero. She Mero, just boo. recently had an interview with them and she was just talking about how, you know, she's taking this time to really educate herself on social issues and she's taking it to heart and like it's led to a huge transformation. Now, she did go and turn around and basically cancel and call out J. Cole and like do the same thing that happened to her, maybe with the hopes that that's going to like make him Everybody's be better. Woke everybody. But I think, I think cancel culture and even for us and our personal experiences with being called out, people being like, ah, that didn't feel right. That didn't hit right. You know, you could do better. I think, I think to think that you have, you know everything, you have any moral, um, like, superiority in any way, that you don't have room for growth and that you haven't and will not and can't do fucked up shit that's going to hurt somebody is like the grounds of failure. And I think like, cancer culture almost demands those from people like everybody's susceptible to being canceled because if any of if anybody sees you cracking in any of those errors areas you're like you that's a problem though and that's the problem so it's like it's it's impossible it it has it asks for people to be not be human perfect and it's I, just I impossible. also think there's an issue with how, like, this call-out culture, too. It's like, if you have the capacity or the, if you have the capability to have a private conversation with somebody about it, then why not do that? Why some does it have don't. to be this? I understand. Sometimes Some people don't. But I'm saying, if you have the capacity, like, if it's in your reach, like, why, like, 
I just, I sometimes I see shit and I'm like, why couldn't you have picked up the phone and called that person? You know you got their number. Some people don't. Some people don't have the reach. Some Not everybody has access to us. Like I under, some people no. hit in the DMs, but even, even the DMs, it's like, or the emails. A lot of people email and be like, you know what? I'm not saying, I'm saying, again, if you do. Like, yeah. there's, I just, and there's also a way to do it, which will bring us into this conversation, because I... This is so interesting to me, how you feel. So, <laughs> so I'll share the I really, story. All right. But I, I'm going to need to do a disclaimer because I, I do not want people to get the wrong idea about what I'm saying. But go ahead. So even I am um, coming from a place, again, context is super important. And if you don't know the inner workings of what's going on, you can misinterpret a lot. So there, we're at high risk of misinterpreting a lot but a close friend of mine Desiree recently put me on to a live in which two individuals a part of the queer community the queer activism community the queer abolitionist community in NY were basically having a oh it's live in New York huh it's in New York yeah having a live Accountability um, moment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. One of the people who identifies as non-binary, a gender non-binary, was had raped someone, and the person who they had raped shared their experience in their community and being abolitionists, meaning that they don't go to police, prisons need to be torn down and that the healing and correction happens within the community. That's the way they went about addressing this issue. And so the person who had raped someone also you, had, had- Do you a, know the context of that? What you mean? Was it violent? Was it like they grabbed the person and like, I, I'm just curious. No, was I it think like, it was to the point that they didn't think that they did anything wrong. So I don't, it was I like have no idea. Murky, murky consent kind mm, of thing. Like, I don't know. Or, no, I think that they, they have named it rape. The person, the victim okay. has named it rape and that person has named it rape. The, how the person was raped. You can be raped real slow and lovingly, or you can be raped, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, violently. Okay the person did not want to have sex. So there was no consent there. Um, the person that raped, that admitted to the rape, even though they didn't know or realize how the victim felt. So apparently they had an experience together. That person felt violated. The rapist went about their day not knowing or having it on their conscience. Um, at least that's what they're saying. They they just like went about their life until the victim went to somebody that they trusted and was like, yo, I had this experience with this person. This person has a huge platform, over 60,000 followers. 100,000 followers. They're talking that good shit about, you know, abolition, about, you know. Survivors. Just talking that good shit. And... It's triggering me and like something needs to happen because it's not 
Okay. And this is this the rape took place in 2012. I don't remember the yeah. details of that. 2012. In 2012. It resurfaced in 2019. And the person that was accused of the rape didn't. Apparently, the community said, like, you need to fall back. And that person felt like they had f- fallen back to a certain degree. Six months. And they were told six they were, months. What they had to mm-hmm. do. They were told to stay away for six months. And then after the six months, they have resurfaced and c- continue to do their work and have the platform. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the victim gave the responsibility of holding the rapist accountable to I don't know how they identify I'm gonna just say they they're to their friend and so the conversation was between the person that has been given the responsibility of holding the rapist accountable and the rapist Mm -hmm. and they shared a conversation in which the person holding the rapist accountable was basically asking questions and made the demand that shit still was not okay. Regardless of the six months, the victim still felt triggered. That person was triggering to other survivors who knew what had happened and that your platform needs to be given to somebody else who can keep sharing the message of, you know, activism but you need to fall all the way back you need to go somewhere else don't resurface however you're handling this has nothing to do with me all i'm doing all i'm here to do is to tell you that you're wrong and you need to fade to black and i'm not they didn't offer any apology like they didn't accept any apology there it was just a very it's very difficult to watch it's very they were offered apologies yeah it was really uncomfortable to watch because the person that was holding the rapist accountable was not softening by any means. It was very like, "You're, I'm mad. The victim's I'm mad. mad. I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. By you. And like, I don't have, all I want you to do is fade to black. And whoever's going to hold space for you is going to hold space for you. That ain't me. And that ain't the job of the victim. Bye. And so that person went on to um, step down from their platform. I don't know who's up there now. And, you know, it was hard for me to watch. One, because I've never seen anything like that. Two, because the person responsible for holding them accountable did not let up. There was no softening. There was no compassion. There was no um, point of like any space for that person's feelings and how they were going to respond to it. And was very clear that that you know whatever whatever their responses were, no matter what that how the rapist responded, she was not having it. She was like, I don't you know. If the person that, if the rapist was like crying and weeping and begging for forgiveness, I don't know that. The which account, she, which person accountable the non-binary person was not. No, and the non-binary person was very nonchalant, and in many ways, I don't think she was nonchalant, or they were nonchalant. They they were like sure when when if Antoinette, if you were to say like you know what Shanti like you really getting on I my nerves like I need you to like stop and I was like sure no I would never w- choose the word sure which is very you write sure to me all the time. 
That's your favorite thing to write. Well, then maybe that's antagonizing you. Maybe it's antagonistic. <laughs> you do it all the time. It's, me- it's probably antagonistic. I want to be clear. All right, let me give a disclaimer. I am a survivor. So I'm by no, no, no way trying to center the non-binary person who we're referring to as the rapist. I wish I knew that person's name. Jem, right? Jem, okay. Don't they both named Jem? This is very confused. Jewel and Jem. Okay. We'll call her uh, they Jem. So I'm by no means protecting Jem. That's not... That's not my intention at all. The vi- the video for me started out fine. I thought it was fine that Jewel tell her like I'm dis- this is all I- that I feel. I feel disgusted by you. I feel disappointed. I feel angry. I feel all of these things. Jem went on to explain uh, to hear it and own it and said I hear everything that you're saying. I feel like all of your feelings are valid. I feel like they're warranted for what my behavior was. I am disgusted by my own behavior. I have reached out to the community and asked what I need to do. I was also told, you know, you know, there was a lot of questions around like, well, why haven't you used your platform to hold yourself accountable? Why haven't you used your platform to talk about consent? And Jem's response was, well, the victim told me, gave me three things. It was that I was not to contact her. I was not to speak about the, the event. And I forget, uh, I forget what the other ones, and I was not to do something else. All of which Jem did. Uh, And then, you know, as Jem's popularity, I, I was also a little bit uncomfortable with how fixated Jewel was on the fact that Jem had this large following. Um, and I and I get that because I would have a hard time with somebody who had done me, who had raped me or a friend of mine having like a huge following as well. It, it would be difficult for me to see. Absolutely. Uh, Jem went on to talk about how, you know, she's used, uh, they've used their platform to center survivors, to give them a voice, to talk about all... You're, you know, quote unquote, that good shit. When it resurfaced, uh, she, uh, Jem asked the community again, what should I do? It was take six months away, figure out your shit. And so she's, Jem is explaining all of this and I'm sorry, I'm still figuring out my language. She's non-binary or Jem is non-binary. I keep referring to Jem as she, and it should be they, but I'm, I'm working on it. And so Every time Jem was asked a question, it was basically like... We may be saying like, names wrong. Like, we're doing a terrible job at journalism. Can you right pull now. it up? I believe it was Jem. But every time she was asked a question, she was just disregarded. And I felt, um, I felt like there was no win. So I didn't feel like accountability was really being had. I felt like the entire conversation was one that was punitive. Like there was nothing that Jem was going to say or do other than fade to black, go into exile and disappear. Jem even said that she, that they were honest with the brands that reached out to them in saying, she said that like, I've told the brands that this is my story. I've told brands I've lost. She said that I watched the whole thing twice. She said, I've lost 
uh, sponsorships. I've lost money, but I have been honest with everyone that's come to me and and wanted to partner with me, wanted to be uh, in community with me, in my space. Like I've done all these things. And so then it was like, well, I don't care. You need to give your following up. And to me, it was like, well, what? And then she, uh, the other woman, Jewel, even made a space like, it's not like I get that all your friends are in my DMs talking about your mental health. I don't care. And to me, it's just like, this is still a human who is who is exhibiting changed behavior, right? No, doesn't, doesn't take away from the fact that Jem is dead ass wrong for her actions in the past. And that survivor may never forgive Jem, ever. But where is the space for us to make change? And rape is such a polarizing uh, thing. And it's such a, it's a thing that we have very visceral feelings about me specifically. Um, so I, I just found myself watching it and thinking, but what is the solution here? If we do this to every person who has raped, who has stolen, who has cheated, who has lied, every motherfucker's in exile, everybody. How powerful would it be if Jem stood on her platform and owned that Jem did this shit and then discussed how to exhibit changed behavior, how to wrong these rights, how to X, Y, Z. Like, I get that that's going to be triggering for some people. Maybe that's not for you to follow. And, and I think it's fair if, if, if they all share space and they're all within a community, I think it's fair for you to be like, we don't want you to come here because you, chances are you'll run into us. Chances are, you know, you're not invited on my platform. You know, you're not invited in these spaces. But there could have been space for Jem to tell this story, to move forward, and to maybe not do it for maybe do it for free. Maybe of course you don't want to see a motherfucker capitalizing off this shit, but to do real work. Because oftentimes people will not admit their wrongs out of fear for for being penalized out of fear for being thrown away out of fear of just like, well, nobody's going to fuck with me. Why would I admit this? And it's like, if we, if we do that to everybody, then who the fuck is left? That's, that's just how I feel. And what, and so, and, and, her, and maybe she shouldn't have a following or maybe they shouldn't have a following. I don't know. But all I know is I didn't see any, I didn't see the, I didn't see the, the goal, I didn't see, I didn't see it as a conversation. I, I saw it as a, a hearing. I saw it as a, as just somebody being read their fucking fate of like, you're cast out. And, and, and I, I didn't see, what is it when you, you go into something and you're looking for, it wasn't, it didn't feel solution oriented to me in a lot of ways. It felt like, well, how can you still do good work? Like, how can you still do good work and not trigger this person? Or maybe you need to go away for a longer period of time and we'll revisit how this person feels. Maybe, I don't know, but like just you go away forever and Jem might've been 30 something years old, 40 max. So for the rest of Jem's life, she has rapists on her forehead she they, should not have any yeah. platform. She should not they, this. They, she, they. I was right, right. They should not this. They should not that. And that's it. It's just like, 
And I, me of all people, I have to have compassion for Jem blows my <laughs> blows my mind because of my past. Uh, but again, and then I understood Jewel in a lot of ways as well. I understood that anger. I understood that like it's not my job. And Jewel is well within her right to say that's my fucking homegirl or that's my person, that's my friend, or you're just triggering me as a survivor myself. I don't fuck with you, mm-hmm. and that's fine. But does that mean that? Everybody feel oh, fuck. I just hit the mic. Everybody feels that way. Does that mean that every single person that Jem maybe there's people that really need Jem, who are who are struggling with how to recreate their lives after their own mistakes. So it's just complicated. I hear what you're saying. Um, I differ in the. I differ in one, I think that it was a beautiful example of what's possible when it comes to our progress as being imperfect humans, everybody being imperfect humans, capable of right and wrong, but also trying to make decisions around how to handle, um, how to how to create consequences to the right and wrong that we're all like, we all can, are, are, we could all possibly do. And so they were abolitionists, and the fact that that was a conversation, all of this had been handled. Because what could have possibly happened is that person could have called the police as we know it, the state as we know it. One, it probably wouldn't have been handled as serious and that victim wouldn't even been taken seriously because it was a trans person that was the accused person, right? So it probably would have been like, uh, yeah, it's not even a traditional um, account of rape as we know it through like a heterosexual violation, right? So that's one thing that could possibly have happened. So the fact that that community was like, oh, that's fucked up. We're going to hold this person accountable, I think is amazing. Two, had it, another possibility is that it could have gone to court and complete strangers could have judged what was going to happen to Jim. Mm -hmm. Complete strangers could have talked and like decided Jim's state of like what their future was going to be, which would have been completely different than how Jewel and the victim are are kind of trying to create some some consequence. So I just think that in itself is amazing and a perfect, a wonderful, not a perfect, but a good example for what we know can be possible or can learn can be possible. Two, I don't know that, we don't know that Jem doesn't have community behind them, right? To me, it almost feels like there's multiple camps in this story. There's the camp of the victim and it was like, all right, you're going to represent me. This is what we're asking for. Um, and then there's the camp that Jem has. And I think Jewel does mention it. And she's like, listen, I don't have any room 
this is not my place. My only energy is like to dig in your ass. And I think that that's, I think that's needed. I think it's really important that we see what it's like when community digs in somebody's ass and it's not like a cop or the state doing it, right? You and I often talk about, we have our girlfriends that are constantly wronged and we like, we don't really, no one has ever really been able, aside from the victim who, who, who doesn't even have the skills or so much involved to be like, like imagine if we could have the folks that hurt our girls, if I could have the person that hurts you in front of all of us, like I don't know, I don't know if that person deserves in that moment space for like, but we know you can change. It's just like, no, this is what the fuck you did. This is the consequences. This is the ripple that you've created. It's affect everybody, X, Y, and Z. Like, see, I see, I feel like both need to happen. I, but I don't think they need to happen simultaneously, and that's that's why we have to break away from this idea or this addiction to like fast acting so solutions it's just not like Jim's journey and the victim's journey is a lifetime and I do think it's super important and I do pray and hope that Jim the rapist has people that really care for them that can like help them through their their journey of recovery and like whatever work that they have to do I think it's I think it's dope that there's a possibility that in community there's two, there's many different people and different folks responsible for that work. I think it I think it's comp it's similar to like the state where it's like all right, we're going to make the decision, we're going to make this decision within 2 years time. You're going to stay away for this long and then you know that solves everything. I don't I don't know that that's possible. And I feel like it was really, really hard for Jewel to do that. And she says it, like she's shaking. She's, she cries at some places like, I don't want to do that. I care about this black people. I care about Jim. But I had to like dig in their ass because if I'm not going to do it, who's going to do it? Who, what other options do we have for people to be like, you fucked up. You hurt somebody. These are the demands. And I've evidently the victim did not feel like the six months was enough. The victim did not feel like enough people knew exactly what's happening. And I feel like Jem having a, a, a thousand, a hundred thousand followers and people being able to see. Jem didn't put that on their live. First of all, that was Jules' live. Jem, Jem wasn't radical as fuck and was like, let me put this on my live too. Jem didn't tell she people. She wrote a letter and told people exactly what, what happened. Either way, like, I, I, I think and I hope that Jem has the people to support them through their recovery of this. I don't know that six months was enough. I don't know that had the victim not been like, yo, no, I still don't like this. Like, people got to know what's going on. Would that have been as... Um, as effective or as a, a, a great example. I don't know. I, I don't know. I, feel I mean, like, I think I, I feel like community, if we're going to talk about community, then like it has to be done by the community. And just like you said, there's many people in the community that are capable and who better to do it? Who else to do it? A white guy's going to decide what happens to this queer trans person. 
Like, that's the most loving thing to be like, all right, we're going to handle this in the community. And it's going to be messy and there's going to be mistakes made, but it's far better than I don't disagree with it. that, but I, I don't. I think where you and I differ and, and, and it can be outside. It doesn't even have to be specific to this to this specific example that we're using. But I think that where you and I differ is that I don't know how effective it is. Again, if I'm if I'm looking at if I'm looking at said person who hurt me, and you and I both know who we talk about, right? And we run in and we decide to have a conversation with him. Um, I don't know how effective it is to just tell him all of the ways in which he hurt me, all of the bullshit, how I feel, how he basically wasn't shit, yada 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 without being like, and this is what I need for you to do. Like for me, it's like, I need you to not do this to anyone else. You maybe and need I, to not date for two years and go to therapy. You may need to like not right, date but like, anybody. But that's my thing is like, that's always my, and that was my conversation with them. Even after things happened, it was like, you need to not do this to anybody else. And you need to not continue this behavior because I don't want to see somebody else feel the way that I feel because this is how I feel. And this is a direct result of your actions. But I care about you enough to be like, fix your shit because you're better than this. And I also think it's unfair and that that was your job to do. Now, say it was your fucking, I don't know. I don't know. Say it was. Somebody well, in his squad that had to do the work. Say it was your I think dad it's that had to do it. I don't know. I don't. I think it's unfair. Also, that you're acting asking the victim because the people that I that I'm not asking me, that. I'm not. Wait, wait. I'm not asking that. I'm saying that is that is my personal approach and my personal and that's what I offer because that's what I would want. What I'm is not it? telling I'm sorry, people. I don't know what you what it, that there has to be some demand. There has to be like a form of how you can a reconciliation. I believe in holy. I, that doesn't not mean reconciliation. The word not reconciliation. There, that there has to be some thing. I I demand. believe in hope. For me, I hope I try to hold people accountable lovingly, and remember that like if I care enough about you to hold you accountable, then that means I love you to an extent or care about you. So to uh, to hold you accountable and say this is all the thing these this is what you did this is why it's a problem this is also why I I want better for you because I care about you and you're fucking capable of it. So you didn't and think really, that, that was loving. You didn't think that I that did was think loving. that that was I but that's what exactly what I'm saying is that for me I try to hold people accountable in a loving way. Still and you didn't think that and Jewel I'm still was direct. doing it lovingly. No, not at all. I guess that's where we differ because I do think that it was, I, I think it's dan not dangerous, but I think it's unwise to ask to have the victim be the only person involved in how justice, if you will, can be um, had. Because for me, everybody that's hurt that has hurt me I really love and like I don't want to see them die slow. You know what I mean? That, that's not mm -hmm. necessarily like the what what the only option is, but your or my or your father or 
I don't know, your mentor's part in figuring out what needs, what it should be demanded of the person that hurt you, I think will be a little bit, not tougher, but it will just be a different perspective than you because you're, you love that person. I love these people. So I'm always, and I've been abused by these people. So to ask an abuser to be like, figure out how to solve this is unfair. And you it's not, I, I feel like, I feel like there should be other people involved who won't necessarily have the same um, connection and, com and, and grace for that person. I, I don't think that Jules demand, I don't, it was hard to watch, it was tough, but I think the very fact that it was done in the way that they did it was a great show of love to me because again the other option is is not loving to be like oh i'm gonna call the police on you and we're gonna whoop oh, your you ass see that as love. and i'm gonna get my cousin to beat you up and you know or even to do it like in secret it's like no let it out like this is what happened this is how this is how we show that change can happen because it's a public display of like working through something and I think that that's what cancel culture denies yeah, I us. just I just didn't see I didn't see the working through I saw the casting down the the gauntlet this is what it is this is who you are this is who you are in this community and this is why you're out that's how I saw it but again I don't want necessarily want it to be super specific to that I, that situation because that situation is murky too. Like we don't have all the facts based off of just a 15 minute IG live. Right. I just, I'm just saying for me, my approach to holding folks accountable is usually, um, one that's where I'm, I can hold space to be like, these are, this is what you need to do. And this is why you need to do it because you're better than this. Um, and it might be there's no reconciliation for me and that person. Uh, the reconciliation is the wrong word. I just yeah, I'm just I just want to be clear for people English. too. Like it's a very different thing of like forgiveness versus reconciliation. Like forgiveness is for me, um, but like also you know I understand if my friends don't have that. Like you don't have that for said person, and but I have but I have I do have hope and I do know that there's a way. I don't want him to die slow. I want him to grow. I think he's a, a beautiful person. I think he's, he's I understand yeah, why he may have done things the way that he's decided to do it. But also, I don't think that he was held accountable in a real way. I don't think. In a I, way to your liking. But I don't know what he dealt with afterwards. I don't know what long nights he had. I'm sure he had many because we've had conversations since. Charlie but I'm just didn't saying, even like, apologize. He didn't. He to this day, he's still like, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't. I don't. I didn't. My mistake is what he says. My mistake. Yeah, nah, nah, no, <laughs> no. Anyway, I just think it's complicated. It's he, complicated. Not, I think that that even. I think we don't have the answers, and I think that that was a good show of what's possible and how. 
what happens when we don't just cancel people? Because in all honesty, I and, don't and think the imagination was just canceled. I think there was a lot of work yeah. that was put through it, and I think that it's not Jules responsibility to I think it's impossible to show that work just like you said like it's a lot of internal stuff and it's a long span of time it's not Jules responsibility it's not the victim's responsibility it's the community's responsibility on the other side I guess the last thing I'll say is that I'm very weary of having these having these kind of call outs not not Jules I'm not talking about Jules and Jem but I'm talking about having call outs in general where there's nothing that the nothing that the person being called out can do. Like there's nothing like there's there like anything that they do, any move that they make is wrong. And sometimes I feel like when we do call people out, me included, that like they're just like just like you said, like they're just canceled. And it's like I'm damned if I do, I'm damned if I don't. Like even like I felt that sometimes on here where it's like, yo, if I tried to t breach a topic of conversation, if I tried to highlight a certain person, then I didn't highlight them wrong. I'm wrong here, but then I'm not highlighting you enough. And this is like, I don't know what to do. Like, and sometimes I think that people can get so centered in their anger and in their hurt yeah. that like, it's yeah, like, you can't really do looking, shit. They're not, yeah. they're not. And that's where I get nervous where it's and like, you're not looking for any solution. If your mic's not on, child. Did you see me just get scared shitless? It's on. Because I child. would just be like, no, no, no. No episode this, this week. week. <laughs> They'd be like, damn, they taking a lot of breaks. Like, <laughs> they canceled. <laughs> they canceled. <laughs> they canceled, girl. Um, Do you, I can, last question. Do you feel... Do you feel ever um, fearful about having the platform that we have and possibly saying the wrong thing? All the time. But, 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 hmm. but because I... Because, again, and it goes back to what I was talking about, the platform does demands content. Content comes... At a time, it, it demands consistency. My mind, how I process things, what I think about things, do not come at the pace in which the content is demanded. So my fear is always like, oh, people expect me to comment on something or to have an opinion or to even fucking care because majority of the time I don't care. And then it's like, oh, Shanti doesn't care about things. And it's like there's a pressure to like be a part of this cacophony, if you will, of commentary. Oh, shit. <laughs> it's like to join the mob. Like, what what they think? What does the mob of runaway curls think? And I'm like, could, I don't understand or I don't really care that much. And I feel, and this is my work. It has nothing to do with the platform. It has nothing to do with anything. I often feel like, there's, I'm being dishonest mm. about how, what I care about or like, and somebody said it like, oh, you're not being, sometimes Shanti's not present. And it's just because like, I'm not here for it. And I don't want to say the wrong thing. And I don't want to lie and say like, I have a strong opinion when I just don't 
I don't, I don't know. I just don't know. And like, I'm struggling with like, should I know? Why don't I know? What's my opinion on it? Why don't you care about things? Why are you, why? So hell yeah, the platform's terrifying. This is terrifying for me (laughs) because we're bound to say some fuck shit. Terrified. Mm. And like I don't, yeah. I think that's a good lead. I think that'll be good for. We'll, we can leave it there. I think next week there is an interview I sent. I think believe I sent it to you from Michaela Cox, the our our British homegirl with Michaela the banging ass cheek. Michaela Cole. Oops, Michaela Cole. Who's Cox? Courtney Cox. Is that what I was thinking? Um, Michaela Cole, and she's talking about how she basically stopped being Christian and why, and it was because probably because they didn't take stands on certain things and they didn't have an opinion. She was like, but you have to have an opinion. Like if you don't have an opinion, then like, no, you, you have to have one about these topics. So I think it's, I think it's interesting. I think you should watch it. I did. I'm going to send it. Oh, you did. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with her. I watch all of her interviews. I think that would be a good one for us to discuss. Why doesn't Shanti care about anything? I think you do care. I don't, I don't think that that's true. But I do think that you're st- still processing and figuring out how you feel about it. And I think that that's indicative of you not knowing how to feel sometimes. Not to get too deep. But I don't yes. know how to feel anything. <laughs> <laughs> that's based on like your childhood and shit. It's like, am, can I feel a way about this? Am I allowed to have an opinion? I don't give a fuck about Terry Crews. I'm sorry. You the one, you the person that wrote Terry Crews down. Like I don't care. I don't care. I don't I, care about I Terry Crews know either. About I don't know. Anyway, um, that's that's just all. So, cancel culture. I'm curious what people what people think about it. How do you guys feel? We all get caught in. We're all in the mob. We're in the cacophony of of. They trying opinions. to cancel Beyonce, child. Beyonce's like, oh, oh, not today. Oh, oh, I'm at Black is King. Jay-Z's my They're trying to cancel her for that. So stupid. Everybody's so stupid. What? There's what, but cancel and critique are two different things, right? Exactly. If people are asking and the questions, what's Kanye saying? What's Terry talking about? And like, yeah, I guess. But also, yeah. Cancel and critique. I think everything should be critiqued. That might be the name of the episode. Canceling and critique are two different things. Let me see. Not Maybe about not. critique, did we? I guess we did. Critiquing is, you know, healthy. It's this, it's this, this punitive approach. Punitive. Well. Jason said that to me today, and I was like, oh, I love that. That's the word I was looking for that I couldn't remember. <laughs> you like penis? What? <laughs> Punitive, <laughs> penistive. Bitch, I said punitive. Yeah, well, let me see a penis. <laughs> what is a penis? I don't even know what that is. Antoinette. I don't even remember what it looked like. You got. They are really interesting looking things. I'll tell you. Do you like the it's way like a little mushroom? Look? Yeah, I think they're they're so pretty. There's certain ones that are so pretty. This the skinny ones are like. They look like the poisonous mushrooms to like grow oh. outside. You know what I'm talking about? The little skinny, skinny ones. But the nice ones that have like the nice head, little veiny. You're being, um, what's it called? 
You're what? discriminating against men that I'm talking. I'm not discriminating. I did not tell anybody to not like the little penises or the the skinny penises. Not I'm just saying for penis. me, what I enjoy <laughs> a big of- perfect dick. <laughs> veins in it. I don't know what that is. I literally mm, that's so sad. I am 30. We need to talk about that. Maybe we were gonna talk about the whole Jewish thing, the whole Jewish community and the black community. Fuck Maybe that. I just need to talk about my raggedy ass. Not you want to hear about the black and Jewish relationships? You want to talk about internet getting some dick? <laughs> I don't remember what it is. We need to have a sex person on and talk about like when are you a virgin again? You're a virgin again, right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, I that's think what I we gotta talk over. about. <laughs> That's the go episode. Down, go down the sexual history. I don't know if I can with do that. Internet and no, Shanti. y'all. Shanti wants me to go down my list. No, I said we don't. We don't have to go down your list. You don't have to name any numbers, but we okay. do. What are we going to talk about? We do. You want? You we told have to me talk last about time. What counts? You got to talk. <laughs> if it counts or not. If it counts or not, like... Y'all, can I ask you a question? If you don't know if you had sex with a person simply because you couldn't feel anything, does it count? <laughs> it does not count. That doesn't count. I'm like, I really that don't know if we dream. had sex. It was not a real thing. <laughs> I was like, did we have that sex? That was dry I didn't humping. feel anything. Right? Mm-mm. I was... That is so annoying for me to have been an adult human like, laying there like, oh shit, I have no clue if this is actually going down or not. Can you imagine that? What did the you, stories you I could like, tell. Oh, I was like, so quiet. Is it in? You know, I didn't bitch ask you, is it in? You in trouble. <laughs> I, it couldn't have been. I don't think it was. I actually, I run into this, this person sometimes at like a, at this same bar at Brew. And I might ask him one day, like, can I ask you, did we have sex? No, because I don't, like, I don't, I didn't feel it. I'm just, <laughs> I'm trying to get my count together, but like. I, I would like to lower my number a little bit. Was it in? If, it, if you can't feel, if it's a teeny tiny penis, does it count? That counts if it's a, pe- a little little penis that you. It was just little. No, I don't know. You know what? I told that I told that drool story to to the girls. I'm not gonna say that here. You have but I to told- share that. Story, that is just. I, the nerve. We need to talk about the nerve of these human beings. I would be so scared if, if any of these folks humans just have like Of course. Raggedy sex. Everybody just human like, has raggedy sex. I know sex. you didn't just think that like Of course. But it's a certain thing with the penis where it's like It's like, not I even with the like penis. Little does everybody know. Heterosexual sex has the least like have the lowest yeah, exactly. Experiences of orgasms. It's not. That's what I'm saying. It's not about a penis. It's about intimacy. What you do, all that. Who it's about what you say. I don't know. We need to talk. To, we need to get a sex person on here. Yes, girl. I, I don't even want to say what. Remember what I told you that other one said to me, and I was like, "What, girl? You had somebody the the fucking." Uh, <laughs> Cleanophobe. What is that called? Oh my oh god! Oh my god! You got to share it. I sound like a. Ho. You got somebody whispering chem in your ear. <laughs> he didn't. He spoke it. He spoke every chem lyric, y'all. <laughs> chem. 
You know how fucking long a chem song is? I was like, oh my God. He sang the whole entire song? He didn't sing it. That's what I'm saying. Before, I don't know the lyrics to a chem song, but before. It it goes like this. Hey girl. Hey girl. (laughs) Hey girl. No, it was before every single, like before the lyric, he would say the lyric. So if it was like. Hey girl. uh, Hey girl. It was like, Uh. when love calls. When love calls, your name. It was just like, Uh. what the fuck? <laughs> I hate myself. They don't be seeming stupid and crazy when I do this. You set me up with the last crazy one, Joe. Thanks. I honestly, I'm actually okay. <laughs> believe it or not. You just remembered all the terrible sex. You're like, ah, I'm good. <laughs> I don't want to do it anymore. But I also remember terrible good sex. Sex like that's to have. I've had a lot of it. And so you got such good sex coming your way. You got such good sex coming your way. I hope. Because I just feel like, I told, I I think to my, I don't know how we got on this, but I feel like I'm going to give myself until like 30. It's not sex. It's not penetration though. It's like everything else too. It's like, you can't even, you're not even talking that shit that I like to hear. You sound crazy, and you just drooled on my head. Oh. <laughs> oh. Could you imagine? I'm gonna give context for that next episode. Drool you on my fucking head. On my head. head. That's drool. the title of the fucking podcast. <laughs> you just Did you drool. just drool on me? <laughs> <laughs> that shit was fire, Antoinette. Girl, girl. His fucking mouth was slack, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that he got that was slack from mouth, his... girl. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Shut up. Hanging from his beard. Uh, I said, kill me now. <laughs> kill me in every way. Girl, like, I've got a, a huge thing. Coming off his beard. Coming off his beard your... with drool on my forehead. On your forehead. That was horrible. Just wet. I was and like, you just looked up and this nigga was just out of it. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> <laughs> but you know you what? Like, that that's I indicative of like if you really care about and love somebody, that would be funny. Like y'all would laugh about it. But like the fact that I was already knowing, like I knew in my head I'm about to have bad sex with this person. <laughs> like a drool and you have the nerve, you have the audacity to be enjoying this so much. And I know. That I'm about to be left disappointed and up for the rest of the night oh, while you sleep. Oh, that's the worst. Angry. Just cleaning. Just cleaning. Just I would just get up and clean. Ain't mad. Throwing shit around. Loud as shit with the lights all. Like, and it's, your vagina's mad. It's not even you. It's just like your vagina definitely becomes this angry like, what the fuck? I don't fuck? understand why it's so hard. All you have to do, especially with me, like, I don't ask for, I don't think I ask for much. I, honestly, I need to, I, I don't want to talk about this. I just feel like this, I is, feel this is on my though. heart. No, like I don't, I, you could just take a vibrator and, and please me so easily. And there's so many men that are adverse to that. I'm like, I don't even need your penis. Like I like it. It feels good. But like, it's not necessary. There's so many other things to do and explore and y'all just raggedy watching your fucking porn, thinking it goes one way. Ugh. Y'all, this is not what this episode was about, but I think this is the sadness that I feel. I think it's the sadness I feel. 
Is you ain't getting dicked down right. It's a deep sadness. It's not, you're not hearing me either. I gotta go. What's the sadness that you feel? It's not the penis. It's the exploration. It's the excitement to be like, let's, let's explore. Let me put it in your butt tonight. (sighs) It's always about the penis with you. (gasps) I give up. I'm going to head out. I'm going to head out. It's okay. Damn. That's what I should have said when that drool hit my head. You should have been like, I'm going to head out. I'm going to head out. No, I hear what uh, you're saying, and it's that you have it. You just have so much. I mean, the apocalypse is coming, so maybe we're all getting. I think that maybe this is it. Maybe this is this my is fate. It. This is it. So I, that's the only reason that I think maybe it won't happen is that the world is very close to ending. But aside from that, girl, you ever had somebody they can't even kiss your breasts right? Mm-hmm. Where you're like, mm-hmm. why are you being so rough? Why are you? Why are you being so rough? I hate everybody. But I also haven't had sex in so long. I don't remember what it's like. The next person that lays on top of me, I'm telling you, I'm going to cry. Oh. I'm just going to lay there and cry. Might be going to do nothing. I'm be like, oh my God, I forgot what the weight of a man feels like. He's going to think nice. he's a fucking man, too. He's going to be like, yeah. <laughs> then going to drool on my head. you going to drool on your fucking head. Oh, This my went God. way too far. Welcome to Around the Way Curls, where duality is a thing. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate and subscribe. Oh, look at it go, y'all. If you would like to comment and describe your worst sexual experience, have you ever had a nigga drool on your head? Or, (laughs) and by nigga, I mean that's just non gender by like any nigga. (laughs) And I would love to hear this. We Shanti, should. what's your worst one? Have you had I've, bad I've sex? I've definitely had very, very bad, bad sex. Bad sex in the cars. Bad, but you know Why what? Why are you also, having sex in cars? What happened? You still having sex in cars? No, that was young, young and reckless. Oh, okay. Niggas ain't got no fucking house, so you gotta have sex in the car. I know oh, that's right. God. I remember those days. It's so corny. Shout out to you. You know who you, you are. You know who you are. <laughs> <laughs> But also, and I just had sex that I regretted. I felt so. Anyway, I'm going to start crying. (laughs) (laughs) All right. If you guys want to call us and comment on this episode, please call us at 215-948-2780. That's 215-948-2780. Comment on cancel culture. Comment on canceling folks that is are just not doing it right and call us out. <laughs> be like, I'm calling you fucking asses out on the cancel culture <laughs> episode in which you anyway. I just want to preemptively say we definitely didn't know anybody's name. So we was out here having a whole conversation and probably wasn't even naming these folks right. That wasn't the right names. Misgendering them. So I we done. We knew we were wrong with that. I'm not what sure. What was their names? I don't know. Their Instagram names. You never know if they're right. They're like, you know, hashtag. Damn. Damn. Well, whatever. All right. Pray for me. Pray for my sadness. I pray for whoever sadness I'm feeling. Yeah. It's probably mine. It's probably my vagina. It's your fucking vagina. Coming up. She can, she, she just she, like. She's somewhere sad. Like, girl. <laughs> 
She hello. in a bar drinking by herself. She knocking right on me now. like, hello. <laughs> hello. We here. Where you at? Just I'm ain't like, been out of bed. Know. Ain't taking a bath. Nothing. Just she depressed. Depressed, depressed yeah. vaginas out here. Putting that shit on everybody else. If I was a different woman, child, I would. Maybe you. This maybe would not be an issue. I can't. I can't do it. I was it's watching not sex the way in my the body city works when Carrie tried to have sex like a man, have sex with no feelings. It's impossible. Just stupid, silly. It's impo- It's not possible for. Uh, is it? Yeah. No. All right. Well, Good that episode. Was incoherent and. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for joining Around the Way Girls. It's a long one. All right. With that, we out. You have just heard an Around the Way Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the Way Curls. We out early. <laughs> Very good.